Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys for being with us here as we kick off season 28 episode 271 here on monday may the 23rd 2022 thank you so much for being with us here i am joe morata that is michael quinn how you doing michael Howdy doody. May the 23rd be with you, I Joe. knew you would do that. I, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. And you we, know, we, we, only so much time left this month. That's right? true. Only one more show after right, this. So yeah. soak it up all you can, folks. Thank you for soaking up some more retro wrestling talk here. We thank you guys for being with us as we kick off a brand new season. Feels like it's been a while, Quinn. We were on break last week. We were with our family. Well, we were brawling with our family. Unfortunately. That was a time. But oh, Archie. Oh, Archie. But thank you, Meatheads, for being back with us here as we kick off a brand new season. And that means a brand new opening segment and the 1984 canon. But before we get to any of that, I want to remind you of a few things. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You're going to get daily wrestling gifts there on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Yeah. Or subscribe, I guess they call yeah, it. Yeah, YouTube. That's what you said. You know, I was one of the biggest YouTube fans. I was the first fan. <laughs> Brett was. Anyway, you can follow us and subscribe on YouTube for the video version of the 1984 canon and a bunch of daily wrestling videos. Again, that's our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. And of course, you can email us at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But Quinn, if people want to talk to you and me, and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics. Where can they go? Over at Facebook.com slash fanatics. It's a site that I've recommended in the past, the Fanatics site. Oh, it's a good site. It's so fanatical. It's amazing. Well, anyway, over there at the most fanatical Facebook site, they have a search bar. What happens? Just type in the search bar, our vantage point, dash, retro wrestling podcast, bing, bang, boom, tubes, gore, kafui. And uh, you hit the join group and you're in. And all we're asking you to do when you join the group is agree to one rule, one rule only, which is don't be what, Quinn? A dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. And all we mean by that is be nice to each other. Be nice. Don't be kind. Be rewind. Please almost, rewind. Almost. That should be a new rule in there. Rule number two, be kind. Rewind. rewind. All we mean is if you want to argue, debate, discuss about old wrestling, that's what the group is for. All we want you to do is not be a big jerk hole about it. No jerk holes. <laughs> don't can, we, can we un-jerk hole? That's this, all we're asking site. you to do. Just don't be a jerk hole. If yeah. you can avoid being a jerk hole, you're going to have no problems. Yeah. Anyway, folks, really, though, if you want to talk about old wrestling, you can do that with a bunch of other people, and that is on our Facebook group. And, of course, if you want the brand new, just released last Friday, Monday Night Raw Canon. Wow. Yes, it's real. Every episode of Raw Live Reviewed and the WWF pay-per-views. That's every pay-per-view from the first WrestleMania to currently the first in your house. Wow. And coming up in a few weeks, Quinn, people are waiting for this and not in a good way. King of the Rain 95. Ugh, I'm not. Oh, uh, no. I'm, I can't wait because yeah. you're going to... This might be finally you lose this, it in 95. This might finally be it. I had my moment at WrestleMania 11. This I, might be I it. I felt okay at In Your House. I was happy with that pay-per-view. It was great. It was very... We were good. We're good. But anyway, if you want the brand new Raw Cannon and you want all the pay-per-view reviews... Just head on over to patreon.com slash OVP podcast. That's if you want to support us. If you don't, we understand. It's okay. Mm. 
But if you want to try it out, maybe the rest of May or kick it off in June, whatever the case may be, that is patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Now, Michael. Yes. As we uh, talked about two weeks ago, that bumper we were using, am I the only one? That is no more. I know. Everyone was Thank happy. the Lord. The file has been deleted. It will never did you, come back. Did you really delete it? Because no. that's important to <laughs> no, me. It's, it's still here. Can I, I delete it? No. <laughs> you no, can you film, stay away. You can film me deleting it and then put it on the Facebook group. I'm going to upload a copy to can, Google Drive to be safe, though, don't first. Don't let it live on. I might need it. Anyway, we have a brand new opening segment. That's right. And you guys have put in some suggestions, and we're going to be taking them. There is a pin post in our Facebook group. But, Quinn, one of the things is, I don't know if you've noticed this, right? Mm-hmm. But in competitive sports such as, oh, boxing, MMA, wrestling, ice skating, you know, (laughs) competitive sports like that. Usually people want to talk about something, and that is, who is the best? That's always what they want to know. And guess what? All season long, Quinn and I are taking two things, we're putting them head-to-head in a brand new Versus series, and we are going to find out who is the best. edition of the OVP versus series where we are pitting two things could be people could be matches could be anything against each other we're each gonna pick a side and we are gonna find out who is the best Quinn what do you think of this bumper are we better much better is, okay. is this in honor of the, our first one that's gonna be uh Pat Sajak versus Vanna White oh definitely yes yeah. that is a fr- oh no no, no so I've been handed a note here it's not that okay thanks this time around, we're starting with one that Quinn and I actually picked. Just to start the season off, we will be taking your suggestions. We have some already. Keep sending them in. We're going to talk about the announced teams of Gorilla Monsoon mm. and Jesse Ventura, represented by me, versus who, Quinn? The announced teams of Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. This is Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura. My yeah. name is supposed to be up there. Does it say Weasel there No, it, it doesn't say Weasel. It doesn't say he. It doesn't say nothing. Now, I, I understand I'm the underdog in this one. I heard. The Vegas has told you, right? Or yeah. DraftKings or Dra- one of them. DraftKings. <laughs> so, right. You see, betting is where you spend money. Yeah. Anyway. We're going to talk about high school football today. Anyway, sorry. I'm taking Gorilla and Jess, and this is not me trying to be contrary. I have said since we've done... Mount Rushmore way back in the day mm-hmm. that they actually are my favorite announced team not to take anything away from Gorilla and Bobby. Now, tail of the tape, right? Let's yeah. do the tail okay. of the tape. We'll, we'll tape it. Gorilla and Jess were the announcers for several pay-per-views from 85 to 90. Right. They were the big A team. They had also done primetime wrestling for a little less than a year together. This is Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse the Body Ventura. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to primetime wrestling. They did some all-star wrestling together. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Gorilla Monsoon here with Jesse the Body Ventura, set to bring you another outstanding hour of professional wrestling. And they also did various house shows around late 85, early 86, MSG, Maple Leaf, Boston. Okay. Gorilla Monsoon here at ringside with my colleague, Jesse the Body Ventura, another tremendous overflowing crowd here in Madison Square Garden. On the other hand, Quinn Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon did several pay-per-views, not as many as Girl and Jess, but several in 91, 92, and Rumble 93. They did. They did Wrestling Challenge from basically 86 to 93. Yeah, they were. that was their show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wrestling Challenge. I'm Girl Monsoon, along with this despicable individual to my right here, Bobby the Brain Heenan. And not only that, they obviously did primetime wrestling together of course. from 86 to 91. Now, 
we're talking about commentary, so the primetime stuff kind of doesn't factor into this. Right. But no, just, no factor. There's no factoring here. Bruno, he said as usual. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> most people, Quinn, would you agree, would say that Gorilla and Bobby, most people that listen to our show anyway, would probably say Gorilla and Bobby are the best mm, team ever. I don't know. I see a lot of 50-50 on this one. You think so? I think yeah, it's I, I think it's a little more than you think, or actually in the Jesse. Uh, really? spot there. See, I was thinking it'd be more like 80-20 for you. If anything, it's like 60-40. That's the widest gap, if it is even that with Bobby and Gorilla being number one or whatever. Folks, when this is all said and done, go over to Facebook and let us know what you think or let us know on Twitter. So, I'm going to say, let's start with some criteria here. How about the big moments? Mm -hmm. You know, the moments, the memorability factor, right? Gorilla and Jess obviously did the first, besides WrestleMania 2, they did the first six WrestleManias together. They were the A team, right? It was like they're the more serious of the bunch. They were the more serious of the bunch. However, even though Gorilla and Bobby only did two WrestleManias and a couple other pay per views, they might be up there in terms of quotability. I don't know. Gorilla and Jess, though, some of our favorite lines are from the Gorilla and Jess team. So, if I had to pick two shows from each that are probably like the best representation of them, this is going to sound really weird, but I think WrestleMania Four is actually the best. Like. Jesse Gorilla, like the most with them bantering and like doing other things too, like you know, those outfits, you know, all that shit. Not sure those outfits are legal either, Jess. Oh, they've been wrestling with them for months, Gorilla. Come on. I did I didn't say they haven't been wrestling with them. I just said I don't believe they're legal. Either that or six, right? Yeah, probably their two best. You're right. Six or four. You know, if Chico would have been smart, he'd have sent the barbarian some of that food of his. We could have counted on a count out then. Stop. Two minutes into the match. Stop. Barbarian would have to head out. That's it. That's it. Three is their big, like, oh, like, super serious show. They're excellent at three, But it's not as heavy on the banter stuff going on, right? Not as much. No, it's more serious. I feel like Bobby and Gorilla kind of have, I guess, a trifecta, if you will, where they have Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. They did Survivor Series 91 also in Tuesday in Texas. Yeah, the, the... Maybe it's not even a trifecta. It's Maybe not. it's like four. It's like this string, right? I guess. And they're also excellent at WrestleMania 7. Rest, yeah, they are very good. You have any idea, Brain, any conception what it takes to become a grand champion? Uh, yeah. Sumo? Oh, Sumo? You've got to eat over 1,100 bowls of rice in an hour. Sorry, I asked. With chopsticks. One stick. Will you stop? So I think that Gorilla and Jess are better. I'm going to tell you why. I think they're better because they give that big fight feel. Even though Bobby Heenan is generally regarded as the best commentator, my actual favorite color mm-hmm. commentator, and I've always said this, is Jesse Ventura. Uh, I think Bobby's like my 1B. He's just below him, and so is this team. Gorilla and Jess, to me, just add this gravitas, if you will, or the gravi. They snatch that gravi up. So when you go and you snatch that gravi up. See, they have a weird advantage here, personally. Really? Because they're more rare. Like they Bobby and Gorilla rare. would do like MSG and shit. Like and then like goof around with Lord Hayes and stuff. Gorilla and Jess did do MSG, but in like eighty five, not Yeah, it wasn't common. No. Or whatever, right? But what's your case for Gorilla and Bobby? Because I mean Gorilla a lot of Bobby, people So the the biggest aspect of my case is this Royal Rumble ninety two. It's like one of the best like performances I've ever heard from announcers ever. I mean, they're tremendous at that. It's, I can't, it's I can't argue insane. That. Like just the Royal Rumble match alone might be one of the best called things I've ever heard. And it wouldn't have worked with uh, Vince McMahon and Bobby Heenan. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked and with Jesse's Gorilla and anyone too, else. The funny thing is Jesse's too weirdly objective 
Like, it, he wouldn't be, like, hanging on one person like that ever. No, probably not even, ever. Even, like, his favorites in kayfabe, like Rick Rudin stuff. And like Savage. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like that. That's like, an interesting point. He would. He still wouldn't be like Bobby, where he's, like, hyperventilating when, like, Ric Flair comes out at three or whatever. Do you think there's some truth, though, to the fact that uh, Bobby Heenan did not make things seem as serious as Jesse Ventura? Because that's one of the common of course, things that I would that, say. Isn't that also sort of the point? Bobby yeah. the Brain is the lightheartedness of okay, it. Okay, fair. But I mean, then you go like, that happens, right? Then you rewind back a little bit more and you go to WrestleMania 7 and you have like things like the Fred Catal match. It's quotable. Yeah, like... It's memorable. Uh, what happened while I was gone? Oh, DiBiase's wiping the floor with Virgil. Like, Slam, like yep. all these like random little things that Bobby would drop. I love it. Hulkamania's been buried and it's dead. Brain, give me a break here. What business from the get-go did Ric Flair have down at ringside during this title match? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. That's your standard out. I don't know. Here's the other thing, is I think Bobby brings more out of Gorilla than Jesse does out of Gorilla. See, I don't know about that. Really? Because hmm. with Gorilla and Jess, you have a real analytical mutual respect tit for tat there's some jabbing you know there's there's a little bit of jabbing you know when jesse calls him old and right then, but the gorilla gives it back to him sometimes right, yeah in your heyday jess and all yeah. that and, but not only that they seem like two ex-wrestlers which they were that respect each other giving you the deal like this is what's going on and we're here to tell you all the action whereas girl and bobby seem like two friends even though they're <laughs> they portrayed as enemies and they're, you know, they're, they banter and they jibber jabber, but basically they're doing their wrestling challenge well, shtick on pay-per-view. Well, here's the thing is I, I would say the primary difference between the two is that Jesse and Gorilla are, like you said, ex-wrestlers. Yes. Whereas here's the thing with Bobby, he's supposed to be like he's part of the current storyline, like, and he's doing, like, you know what I'm saying? True, like, like true. Bobby's like in the action sort of and gorilla isn't and it's this weird bobby's in it and gorilla's not bobby's got way more invested in what the hell's going on bobby also really gets gorilla much more worked up than jesse does which well, is that's funny because he's a big liar because he's a big like he's an antagonist jesse's yeah. not an antagonist no. so much only when he's like bored basically yeah. like you know well, what I mean? that's another fact that's another thing i wanted to talk about is what these both teams do to carry you through something that's boring. Let's face it, folks, whether it's WrestleMania or Wrestling Challenge or All-Star Wrestling, something boring is bound to happen in the ring at some point. Like Fred Catow and, and the crappy demolition <sighs> I know, music and, and all as, that. As much as I want to give the edge to Gorilla and Jess, yeah. and I might still try to make a case, you cannot compete <laughs> with Gorilla and Bobby how they'll talk about... And look, I'm, I'm arguing for the enemy here, but yeah. it's true. Well, I gave you guys some some points there, Team Gorilla and Jesse. I mean, they did do WrestleMania bore, you yeah. know, and they carried us through that. It's yeah. one of our favorite commentary performances. But I think that... Is that because it's Gorilla Monsoon playing ball with two different really good partners? Or why why are they good I mean, at getting us through the boring stuff? I think that they're good because they know how to entertain beyond just calling the action. I really, okay. I think that's the thing. The reason that I always like Gorilla and Bobby a lot in this situation is because, again, Bobby's more hooked into like what's actually going on because he's actually part of it. Right. So, Jesse like, just talks about wrestling again. Right. Never Jesse does. will just talk <laughs> about wrestling. And the thing is, is what Bobby will do. He'll be like, oh, I heard in the locker room such and such. Hey, let me give me my phone over there. Like, right, you know what that's I mean? Like, true. You know, like, and he's like friends with Mr. Fuji or Jimmy Hart or pretends that he is and yeah, he's not, you know, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, Bobby's funnier. I'll give him that. Much I funnier. will give Bobby Heenan that he is. <laughs> Jesse's made me laugh plenty of times, but he's got more of these calculated, thought-out things that he says. Bobby is just one-liner after one-liner. It's true. First person that signed a bun here was Burt Reynolds. And ever since then, we've always been looking for good-looking people, gorilla. Well, you don't want the brain to sign one, then, do you? Last pair of buns I signed was a stripper Would named Kitty Litter. Stop? That's not necessary. But I don't think that anyone has ever been as good as Jesse Ventura at putting something over in the ring. I agree with the that. magnitude. I agree with that. Bobby has that bad habit of sometimes getting caught up in the storyline, whatever he's selling. And like, like the whole thing at the Rumble 92, like it's part of the gimmick is that he's like distracted he's during like the there, rest though. of all the other bullshit, right? Right. But Jesse Ventura at a WrestleMania 3 with Hogan Andre, I, I, it wouldn't be the same with somebody else. No. And that's a, that's a case where I don't think that moment... I mean, it couldn't have Bobby because he's literally managing Andre the right. Giant. But let's say Jesse was managing Andre or Andre the Giant or some <laughs> shit, right? Like, okay. Let's just reverse it and just just for commentary's sake, sure, right? Sure. Yeah. If we put Bobby in that position in that serious moment, yeah, Bobby would be rooting for Andre the Giant, even if he was like his manager. He'd be like, he's big heel, you know? Yes. Yeah, I mean? Whereas Jesse was a lot more withdrawn, right? Exactly. And neutral about it. Exactly. Look at the size of the Giant. I mean, Hogan is six foot eight. Andre is seven foot five. Chemistry is another thing, another criteria when it comes to teams. Again, I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle here. I mean, Bobby and Gorilla are like, I they, know they just they wait for each other's like responses and and retort accordingly. They know what each other. They know where they're going. Yeah, you know what I mean. But again, that's more of like a comedy routine, so to speak. Right. Gorilla, it's like an Abbott and Costello situation. It is though, in all seriousness, or a Laurel and Hardy or anything like that. And that's great. But again, we're talking about wrestling commentary, especially on pay-per-view. Jesse Ventura was like an equal to Gorilla. Yes. And they did have great chemistry, but they always came off to me like these are two pros that like each other and respect each other. Mm -hmm. But Gorilla and Bobby were like best friends in real life. And you really cannot beat that chemistry, can you, Quinn? And you can't teach that chemistry, can you, Quinn? And you can't teach that. Please don't reference that. You're referencing See, we're doing it right now. Yeah, don't don't (laughs) reference that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I guess we got to give the nod informally, you know, to uh, Gorilla and Bobby. There's no points or anything, folks. Yeah. To, uh, Gorilla it's like and Bobby. whose line is it anyway? Yeah, there's no rules here. Yeah. We're not even really here. Yeah. It's like Drew Carey's green screen show. Remember that one? Ugh. Remember Drew Carey doing improv and he sucks ass at it? Yeah. Remember, he I did. Like, he I was like poor Drew, at it. I like it. Drew Carey, though. No, I like him, too, but I don't like him doing improv. He's better improv. at being the scorekeeper on yes. his line, is it anyway? Because the points don't matter. Yeah. But here they do, folks, and you're the ones keeping score. No, but in all seriousness... I felt like I needed to, f- to defend Gorilla and Jesse because the prevailing thought, wrestlers, people in the business, fans, will always point to Gorilla and Bobby. And it's not, listen, I could easily be arguing for them as well. Well, I'll say this uh, on, in defense of both teams. I think it, it's really time and place for both. Like I said, I, I couldn't imagine Bobby the Brain Heenan on commentary, and he actually is on commentary for like a second at WrestleMania 3, but... Like, yeah, he yeah, is, yeah, right? Yeah. At SummerSlam 88 and a few other shows from yeah, that time. but I, I still couldn't imagine him like in the main event or something, anything serious, or Ricky Steamboat versus Savage or something. Right. You it know what I mean? Like, it just wouldn't work. Or what about if he was Vince's partner during the main event two, or the main event one, excuse me, yeah. Hogan Andre? No, Bobby would be going... You know, I mean, we saw what he did when Elizabeth with the dress, you know, at that Saturday night's main event that he, he did. made fun of the dress yeah. and it's like a serious thing or whatever. Right. And yeah. that's if I had to hedge my bet somewhere and try to give a reason why I'm thinking it's Gorilla and Jess, 
it's because it's impactful when they do commentary. Yeah. But but here's what I will say, and this might be my final outlook on it. Gorilla and Bobby will make anything shitty entertaining. That's true. There's no way around it. And that, to me, is why they were perfect for Wrestling Challenge. Exactly. Not the serious show. Right. Gorilla and Jesse, when they weren't doing pay-per-views, and I love Jesse Ventura, Jesse could be very withdrawn and boring. Jesse, like you said, is big fight. I don't think he gave a shit at fucking like random MSG shows. Listen, I know someone that's going to get mad about this. I won't name names. I love Jesse. my favorite color commentator, but I've heard several, not just one, <laughs> several house shows of his where he could give a shit and he's just, yeah, that's right, Gorilla. Like, very yeah. quiet and withdrawn. Yeah. Whereas Bobby is still fucking funny and into it at house shows, usually. I mean, Bobby's the, the same guy that got in a fight with Mr. Fuji at MSG right. once. <laughs> right. Like, and it never was televised or or wasn't televised at the time. I don't know how those was MSG, never, no, MSG that was shows work. On the MSG network, but it wasn't canon, remember? They didn't, like, talk about that It's not that on shit. the superstars yeah, or they anything. Don't they don't mention it. No. <laughs> yeah. So I will say that Gorilla and Bobby, obviously, they did a lot more commentary because they did challenge on a weekly basis mm -hmm. and they're perfect for that the same way Vince and Jesse were perfect for superstars and Saturday Night's main event the important stuff so my verdict is if you want to just feel good and you want to be entertained and you want to laugh you go uh, Gorilla and Bobby Heenan you can't miss and they're good at their pay-per-views that they do but shit for things to feel important the essence of the golden era Gorilla and Jesse all the way and that is why I am defending Gino and the body. Quinn, your final thoughts. My final thoughts, uh, if you want to have a good time, you go with Bobby, Gorilla, just like Joe said. They're the tops to me. It really is just about that Bobby can make me laugh. I can hear an old Bobby joke, and it will still make me laugh. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can't, I'll never be able to get enough of Gorilla either reacting to Bobby, like, outlandishly, or... If Gorilla like really sticks it to him, like the time Ric Flair came out at three and he was he was like, Yeah, kiss it goodbye, Brain and like just that. Yep. That's the only version of high pitched gorilla I like is when he's yelling at Brain. Oh, it's the best, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So I guess my point is is like they're the entertaining ones in my eyes. They aren't the serious ones. But I think everyone who listens to this show knows my taste. I really like that entertaining factor a little bit more. So that's why if you're looking for an entertaining time on commentary choose Bobby and Gorilla. You've heard it here from both of us, folks, in this Versus series. Let us know who is the better commentary team, and let us know why. Do that on our Facebook group. Do it on Twitter. Shoot us an email. Whatever you want to do. Either way, they're both great teams. But, Quinn, when we come back, here's a great team for you. It's a simulcast. You can turn this off now, watch it on YouTube, or keep listening if you're on the audio version. It is the first ever free version of the 1984 canon. It is WWF Championship Wrestling, November 3rd, 1984. And that is coming up right after this. If you keep your mouth shut, nobody would know how dumb you are. You're kidding. No. I mean, no oh, nice move by the Hulk. Uh-oh, he's ready. Every time one of those individuals did a nice move, this place went bananas. Referee down and out at this point in the match. How come every time something happens, it has to be bananas? Place goes bananas. 
goes bananas. She went bananas. You're bananas. What do you want for lunch? I'll have bananas. Always bananas with Are you. Are you trying to insinuate something? Just come right out and say it. You like bananas? Yeah, I like bananas. Look at this. Oh, Hulk with a steel suitcase. Right over the head of the boss man. And, that, and that's what Hulkamania is all about, huh? You heard Going in there and flagrantly cheating. Not leaving when you're eliminated. Causing someone else to get eliminated when you got no business up there. Are you condoning what the big boss man did? What he and the slickster did to the Hulkster? That was weeks ago. I'm talking here and now, Monsoon. Sorry. We can only go back for the last uh, couple of minutes then. Hey. What happened yesterday? Yesterday's gone. Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Booking the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Booking the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television. Maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. Hiya! Hello, wrestling fans, or welcome back on the audio version to the 1984 canon. Here as part of episode 271, our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast, May the 23rd, 2022. May the 23rd be with you. Thank you, Quinn. I said it. That's still Michael Quinn over there. I'm here. Here you are. So, if you are joining us on YouTube, welcome. We encourage you to listen to the audio show that we have just for the opening segment. Mm -hmm. Here, get this. We talked about Gorilla and Bobby versus Gorilla and Jesse. Wow. Check it out. Okay. That's our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. And if you're listening on the audio, thank you very much. So we are here, Quinn, to finally bring the cannon that's been catching up very slowly to the free feed. It has. It has officially moved to Mondays now here. Now, I think, shouldn't it catch up this week? Allegedly. It is caught up already. Wow. This is, it's done. Wow. It caught up this past weekend. Incredible. Now you all know what happened. Now, if this happens to be your first 1984 cannon, Please do not get discouraged by the November 3rd, 84 date or anything don't, like that. Don't turn that uh, podcast dial to a different uh, podcast. Yeah, don't uh, don't change that YouTube channel to a different YouTube video. Right. Yeah. All we're asking you to do is give this a shot here and see what you think as we romp you through WWF Championship Wrestling, November 3rd, 1984. A couple of quick things and we're going to get to it here. If... You want to support us, and some people do. Most people don't, and that's okay. But you can do that at patreon.com slash OVP podcast. What you're going to get there on the brand new $2 tier Ooh. is the brand new 1993 Monday Night Raw Cannon. Oh, my goodness. It just started this past Friday. Incredible. We're doing the same thing we're doing here, but we're watching every episode of Raw Rob Bartlett for several months. We got a lot of stuff it's going on. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it is, but we're, we're there. We're doing it for you. We're doing it with you there. That's Consider this a free preview of that minus Rob Bartlett. Yeah, this so is just, actually a better value. <laughs> no. But anyway, if you want it, if you like what we do in 1984, 
you want to see what we're going to do in 1983, $2 a month and you'll get the raw cannon. Or you can upgrade to $5 a month. You'll get the raw cannon and every WWF pay-per-view reviewed in order. First WrestleMania is where we started. Where we are right now is the first in your house. And coming up in a couple of weeks, Quinn's favorite, King of the Ring 95. Yes. Your favorite. It's you, such a great show. <laughs> you love it so much. Yeah. So if you want to see what we think of every WDF pay-per-view in order and every Monday Night Raw in order, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter yeah. at OVP podcast. Michael, we have a calendar, a new calendar for November. Let's we see do. what we got. Let's see. Okay. So if you've never been here before, we've been also going through the calendar every... This is the official calendar of, of is, World yeah. Federation back then. Yeah. Welcome uh, newcomers, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Welcome newcomers. Oh, so we got a new picture. Oh, this Who is exciting have? for the uh, video people. Yeah. Uh, my, my boy, Chief J. Strongbow. Boy. That's being very generous. My boy. He's not a boy. I, I like him. 89 years older than you are. He gets all the ladies, Joe. He does. So don't. With the queen? Don't besmirch him, okay? <laughs> all the golden girls. Well, what's the date on this? November 3rd. November 3rd. What do we got, okay. So we've got nothing. However, oh, great, very exciting. What a way to start, right? <laughs> yes. Um, however, you know, as it always is with the calendar every month, yeah. there's a new advertisement for crap that oh, they're selling. I want to okay. know about the crap. This month, we're selling the official WWF Sportsmaster lined windbreaker. Tremendous. Dress warm like a winner, it says. Like a winner. Only $15. With one dollar posted, that's a steal that, for a windbreaker. That is a steal. Fifteen buck? That's it? That's a good amount of buck for a windbreaker. I'll tell it, you that it's much. True. So one so, and only one dollar shipping. Incredible. Incidentally, there's a big windbreaker on the uh, picture this month yeah, too. Hey, breaks a lot of wind. And there's the proof, you know, that I always give. You know, they say the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, it's not though. It's in the calendar. Yes, it's always in the calendar. Anyway, folks, like I said, if this is your first canon. Give this a shot. If you hate it, hey, we can't stop you from hating it. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's just the same as hanging out with us watching some cruddy Coliseum home videotape. Yeah, like Brawl in the Family yeah. like we just did, right? Exactly. And if you're on the audio version, you know what to do. You're going to listen along with us. But if you want to watch along with us, we're going to bring up the video scope here on YouTube in three, two, one, windbreaker. There he is. So just to no, catch- There's the blob. On yeah. the, I don't even know what that is. There's the intro blob. Yeah. Just to maybe uh, fill people in very briefly on what's going on. Brutus Beefcake debuted a few Way months ago. Way too much ago. Brutus Beefcake lately. Johnny V debuted not long after. That's unfortunate. Thankfully, Bobby Heenan is here, though. Yes, so that's a, that's a big plus. Big because plus. it has... They've been in a weird period, I feel like. They're, they're, it's been they're, getting better. It's good, but also there's still some bad... And I, it, I feel like there's a balance to be found here still. We'll see if we can find that balance. Uh, Roddy Piper's still a giant asshole heel. Right, he's the biggest heel in town. He has been feuding, believe it or not, with the Tonga kid, Tama. Yeah, but I think that's over. I don't after, know. After, after last week. I want to see Tama Didn't he again. beat him? Or no, did by he? DQ, didn't he? What, no, didn't Tama win by DQ? Something like that. Some kind of DQ. It didn't really matter. Honestly. <laughs> that's true. And uh, Hulk Hogan, obviously the champion, and yeah, he's, not, he's not annoying. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, we'll just have to see what unfolds here. We're, we're in a new... Oh, Bret Hart is in the company. Yes. Dynamite Kid and Davey Boy Smith are all here now. All our friends. So without any further ado, thank you for being with us here. And again, this is Simulcast. If you're listening on audio, flip over our YouTube channel. And you YouTubers out there, if you want to listen to that exclusive opening segment on the audio version, go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. It is WWF Championship Wrestling, November 3rd. November 1984. All right. Okay. The usual here. The usual, the one that Joe likes to skip. 
Uh, what do you mean? I never- Hey! <laughs> okay, here we go. Vince and Bruno? Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Bruno's showed up recently. He's a big improvement over Gene O'Curlin. Gene was horrible. <laughs> oh, he's back? <laughs> oh, was, I didn't even realize he was gone. He was gone? He wasn't here for a couple weeks. Good. I mean, he sometimes he like broke up fights and stuff, but he wasn't wrestling, thank goodness. That's fine. Yeah. David Bruno Sammartino. Right. Oh, we forgot to mention him. David Bruno Sammartino. Martino. Right. Is that Johnny Rods I see back there? Oh, please be! Oh my goodness, I hope. Roddy Piper will be here with us along with a host of Oh yeah, new Intercontinental Champion, Greg Valentine. I don't like that win. It wasn't in, like, Brantford or Hamilton. It was not even, like, Hamilton or something. some weird shit. Yeah. As usual. Yep. With anything Tito-related. Oh, the quality changed yeah, there. it is Johnny Rods. Yes! Okay, he's back, baby. What a way to start off the free cannon, Johnny Rods! He's, he's been gone for like a year. Yes. Damn! Goodness. No, they need to show some respect out there in Poughkeepsie. Oh, man, he's got to face Sergeant Slaughter. Now, the thing, if you're unfamiliar with Johnny Rods, Gilberto Roman he might referee. Win. He is very unpredictable. I don't yeah. know if you know this. He, he's absolutely unpredictable. But he does do, like, weird shit that... He, we, he does weird shit that, like, a jobber shouldn't do. Yes. Um, and he also wins sometimes, he which does. is confusing, as, as like... As you know, if you've watched wrestling in the past, that you jobbers never win, so... A, a jobber... No, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a jobber, you see, they have a job to do, and it's to lose. Not getting a pooch. They're not getting a pooch. Quite frankly, Conrad. Johnny anyway. Rods, though, wasn't he, like, allegedly pushed in the 60s or something? Like, I don't think he ever won much, but I think he won more in the 60s and right. 70s. Okay. Solana for president? I don't think so. Piper for PM. Piper for PM. Oh, there's that mysterious, oh, mysterious hillbilly out there. Man. Yeah, looks yeah. like a hillbilly. Hillbilly-like. Hillbilly-ish. I didn't yep. realize he was already here. Didn't we see him one other time? Maybe. Probably the same taping, right? <laughs> <laughs> was it last week and I just forgot? Maybe. I was probably, like, looking up, like, Mary Tyler Moore show or something well, else. because the last week one was recorded, like, three months ago. Yeah, that's <laughs> Not true. really, but... Yeah. It has been a while. Uh, anyway, Slaughter is doing the old Jay Leno, like we mentioned, where he just goes around and shakes everyone's head. He I, is I, running for president. Oh, he is? Was he going to uh, go against Bob Backlund for president? <laughs> we recently, I, we're, we're, getting, we're gearing up for, um, you know, King of the Ring, and me and Joe have been watching some of these Raws. Oh, they're terrible. They're, they're, yeah, but the Bob Backlund uh, presidential announcement was amazing. That was like one of the best things that I completely forgot about. Look, Johnny. I know it, it is good. Johnny Rods is very pissed off at Sergeant well, Slaughter blame him. for taking so long. Johnny Rods doesn't <laughs> screw around, man. Did you miss him? Because I missed him. Yeah, look at him. He's already like puffy <laughs> with Sergeant Slaughter. Gilberto Roman is very indignant, by the way. <laughs> Gilberto always screws Johnny Rods over, if you recall. There's always a fast count with Johnny Rods. It's never he never loses legitimately. I know. He's pissed. William Patterson College. Shut up, Fink. Oh. It's just like eighty two. Johnny yeah. Rods, shut up, Fink, Sergeant uh, yeah. Slaughter. Well, it's all everything's coming back. All it's all rushing back to me. All the memories. All right, so okay. Johnny Rods already jawing to the crowd here. He, he looks excited he to be back. new boots or something? They, they look shiny. They look nice. Yeah, lock up here on the rope. Slaughter backs rods to the uh, ropes. Gilberto, Gilberto wants a break. Leave it. Hey. <laughs> and he kind of gets one. Okay. Johnny Rods wanted to punch. He didn't want to 
He didn't want to break he it He doesn't up. want to break. Slaughter's hair sucks. Yeah, he looks like an accountant. Yeah, I think he might be. No offense to Peter Koska. Yeah. We get a uh, top wrist lock here by Rods. I do agree with your sentiments. Joe had said last week um, how I think Slaughter's kind of done at this point, right? He doesn't not, seem he doesn't seem like he has anything to do anymore. Yeah, not done, but they're not... He doesn't have a feud. Side headlock by Rods. I know. It's, so it's no good. He's just kind of coasting on, which is fine. Coast on being Sergeant Slaughter, but he's not exciting anymore. The biggest issue to me is now that we have Hulk Hogan, it's like he can't, you know what I mean? He can't like he, surpass Hulk Hogan. Yeah, so he has to play like second fiddle to him. And yeah. He's kind of not that kind of character, honestly. He he's doesn't more, even play the fiddle. Yeah, he doesn't play the fiddle. Oh, Tito Santana's at ringside. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm here. Arriba. <laughs> Off the rope, shoulder block by Rod Slaughter staggered. Here comes Rods again, dropped down by Slaughter. Rods over the top here, back up again to Slaughter. A leaf by Slaughter, nicely done. Oh. Here comes Rods, eats an elbow. Now Sergeant Slaughter uh, working for it here, right? Johnny Rods is a tough, is he a tough customer? Oh, he's one of the toughest of customers I've ever seen. That's right. And I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd have a tag team with him. Could he hunt a bear with a switch? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know about his hunting skills. I've never been in the forest with him, Joe. I don't know. Would you? Yeah. Maybe he's a great wrestler, but he stinks at hunting. You never know. That is true. Oh, look at this. This is a signature Johnny Rods, like, going the second rope thing. Quickly. Yeah. And a standing uh, elbow there by Rod. Slaughter in trouble. As he holds back Gilberto. <laughs> nice! See, diving punch by Johnny This is what I mean about Johnny Rods. He gets offense and shit. Look at it! Come on! There we go. Come on, Johnny! Perfect timing. Yeah, he does. He doesn't screw around in there. <laughs> Look, he's doing the game. Yeah, well, he's excited that he's back. Thank God. Where's he been in Puerto Rico or some shit? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Estrada's not back yet, right? No, we Maybe. saw him already. We did. Okay, we he did. He was here first. He came back first. Are you sure that wasn't that '87 show? No. That you're thinking of? No. He came back to '84. He was in '84 Cannon already. Rods again going up. Fifth time. Uh, oh, Slaughter Cannon. Fifth time is more than enough. Yeah. Oh no. I here we think, go. I don't think it's going to end well for uh, John, Jonathan Rods here. Come on, Jonathan. Nope, that should be it. You know what his last name is, actually? Johnny Rods? Uh, Rodney? Rodriguez. Oh, okay. Close. Yeah. He just, like, took out a chunk of it. I think. <laughs> but he put a Z at the end. Yeah, he did put a Z. Haunted apples with he, a Z. He brought the Z forward. Look at Rods fighting the Cobra Clutch. Yeah, he's not going down easy, eh? Wow, he's not out yet. And the ref had to call it. You can't even make him quit. See? Yeah. That was a nice ending, actually. Hey, what is, what is up with the, like, respect? What is this beat of Max here? This shit. Well, uh, sometimes people don't recall the whole thing. What is it? Oh, God. Not <laughs> At least we didn't have to get update and beat a Max. Seriously, is Lord going to have the shitty hair again? Let's find out. Probably. Here on the cap. Probably they've all been recorded <laughs> five weeks ago or something. Update this I'm back now. Focuses oh. upon a finely conditioned young athlete. Right World Wrestling Federation ladies champion. Wendy Richter. The beautiful Wendy All Richter. All right, I like her. Wendy Richter. No offense. Now has Lord Hayes get hired? Because he's not good at, like, this kind of thing. I think Vince just likes him. Yeah, he's, he just, just liked him, right? friend or something. Yeah. He's very bad at this. You know what I wonder? If Lord Hayes was one of those guys that Vince partied with, because we know he was, like, kind of one of the boys back then. Vince was, yeah. Maybe him and Lord Hayes hung out a lot after, uh... Uh, some brewskis. A few uh, double doers on the rocks, if yeah, you will, Yeah, after the shows, <laughs> Lord and uh, 
Lord and Vince. Yeah, Lord and Vince. Yeah. This ending. Why are we by the seeing Moolah here? It stunk. They're showing when Richter Richter won the title. Remember, Moolah thought she won. This was dumb. Because she can't like even that, lose normally. Yeah. Did Why did they? Is that the, that's all they showed? What a great profile on Wendy Richter. Yeah, she didn't even show her. But woe betide those ladies who step into the ring to oppose He could throw him around Wendy like Skittles. I don't understand what that clip was. So I don't know. Remember when Judy Martin was calling out Wendy a few weeks back? That was well, amazing. Isn't that, like, isn't that match coming up oh, or something? Oh, isn't that this week? Didn't they say that would happen? I think they did. Is that Rick McGraw? And, and oh, the Intercontinental Champion himself. Greg Hammer time. Yep, with Captain Lewis. For, again, you newcomers here, we talk about the wrestling. We might talk about other stuff when nothing's going on. Mm -hmm. The point is, though, if you've liked OVP, don't get discouraged by this canon stuff, okay? I don't That's know why anybody... Trying to say. This is one of the best things. What, what would they be so discouraged about? And hey, we're going to be in 85 soon. We're yeah. going to have Saturday Night's Main Event in 85. There's a lot of things coming here. Yeah, the Intercontinental Champion here, as, Very, the, as it said on the graphic. Intercontinental. Yeah. Now, Quinn likes Rick McGraw. I do. I think I this is why. an appropriate um, title shot here. He um, looks like a softball coach. He might be. <laughs> Maybe he's coaching Sid. I mean, look at Tito's like, really? What, what does that say? Real fit. Real fit. Fit noodle? What is Real that? fit uh, people G. Real, Real fit, fit people? Real fit noodle. No it, it had noodle. a G at the end, though. I like Valentine being such a dick by still holding the belt, by the way. It's a nice heel move. I like, what is your problem with Greg Valentine? You're always so mad about him. Looks old and crusty. I don't like him. You like Chief J Strongbow? He's good. <laughs> this guy is boring. But he's uh, every time Chief's in there, Joe. You always get very excited about how great he is in the ring. I do not. You do. I do. You crack every time. <laughs> every single You're time. You always like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate on Chief J Strongbow, and then he 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 shows up and then in he there. does the dance. Quick draw avoids here. Hip toss by Greg Valentine. Draw. I don't see him showing up. Chief, well, I'll, I'll make a million jokes about Chief, and then he gets in there and he goes, "Yeah, he does the, the that that weird like butler in the back, and, like he's a butler or something. I don't know. I just think he's like Niles from from the nanny, the nanny, not not Fraser. Yeah, different not Niles. That Niles. There were two Niles on national television at the same for, time, and two DJs. Yeah, Connor and Tanner. That's true. That's weird, right? Yeah, I wonder what how that happened. They named their characters that. Yeah, but we're... Wait, let's see. We're, Full House was first. So those were on the same network, though, so that's a no-no. I can understand the nanny, because that was on CBS. Uh, CBS, so they were separated or whatever. Both of those shows started in 93. Yeah. So it's, it's just coincidence. Whoa! Rick look, look at this. Oh. See, even Rick Draw can beat this this jerk here. You leave Greg Valentine alone! What? What do you mean? He's so good. What do you mean? Referee Dick Kroll, by the way. You you know, he, I, he should be a camp counselor, not a wrestler. You know what, Quinn? What? Rick McGraw needs to go to camp as a student camper. <laughs> well, he is, he is pretty young. God, maybe he can teach you the cuss words. Maybe. Didn't some counselor teach you, like, they, fart or something? They showed or? me. They showed me the ways. That that big hillbilly-looking guy, he seems very into this wrestling. He you does. That? I don't know who that is. Oh, shoulder breaker by Valentine. I wasn't really thinking about him, though. I think he's just a fan, Joe. Oh, I think so, but he's very prominent yeah. on the camera. Yeah. Shoulder breaker by Valentine, which obviously is a great setup to the figure four. Right, that he's going to do now. You know? The, the, the shoulder... The figure four uh, arm lock. Yeah, yeah, the figure four arm lock. Yeah. Exactly. The, that's He's changing his move. I mean, he, he has the right. Look at this. Rick draws fighting out. By the way, this isn't like a typical like jobber match. 
no, I mean, Rick Draw in 82 actually was like semi-pushed, right? And they've sort of given him like the welcome back push lately. <laughs> like they're like, oh, he's kind of good, but he yeah. doesn't really win. He's never going to win. Oh, oh, he went for a knee. Now he hurt his knee. Oh, now see. Valentine smells it. Yeah. Why is there a box next to the ring? I never noticed that. That's where they keep their tools. I see. Called the toolbox. He's putting it on. Rick Draw is trying to fight it, though. You see this? He's going down. Okay. Two submission wins. Well, there's Tito Santana out there. I don't know if this is going to stand. Arriba. Yeah. Arriba. I will and not let this happen. <laughs> that did it. Oh. Is he? He's keeping it on, and Tito mm. looks sad about it. Oh, see, he's going to hold it. I, I, I could see this coming from a mile away. Yeah. Here comes Tito. I thought his leg hurt or whatever. Well, he's using the other one, and he this pounds is away on Hammer. the fastest recovery from a surgery I've ever seen. It really is, isn't it? Big like, slugfest here. Look at the fans. You know what, what an I, angle. You know what I wonder, Joe? What Was crime? that surgery, did that actually happen months ago? Like, before he even, like, came in or something? And they just filmed it? No, like right? he was talking about Greg Valentine in it. Maybe they already planned it. Said, so you're going to feud with him in a couple months, and if we're going to... That way, the recovery could be quick as we go back to Beta over here. If anyone knows, just let us know. No. I don't know. I gotta say, it's a nice jogging uh, pants there on Tito Santana. I, you know, I was thinking the same thing. He's got he, nice Adidas. Nice pant. Yeah. Nice Adidas pant. All right, fans, oh, stay tuned. Oh, back to Gene. All sweaty. Is it more of this sweaty angle with Gene lately? Boston promo is sweaty. Is gonna sweaty. be back at its very best, including. The first intercontinental title defense for Greg the Hammer Valentine against the former champion, a healthy Tito Santana, junkyard dog to meet Nikolai Volkov. By the way, the Tonga Kid also signed to go against gentleman Jerry Valiant. Hulk Hogan, come on in. Heavyweight champion of the world. Let's see what he's got to say. Tonight at the Boston Garden, none other than Rowdy Roddy Piper. Roddy Roddy. I've been called a loser and I didn't get off on it. When I left the building, man, Rowdy Rowdy Piper like a, a bunch of fans, believe it or not, waiting outside. And when I walked past, they said, Holster, you're a loser. And me and Gene, oh, all no. I did, oh no, all I did was turn. And I looked directly into their eyes with the eye of the holster. Wait, it's not the tiger they anymore? They for their life. They ran for the hills, man. They ran. It's the same type of MO that Rowdy Roddy Piper has. In the first place, I'm not a loser. In the second place, Boston, I'd rather really give my life than to that, huh? He does not like being called a loser. Good thing he never teamed with Rick Martel. I've been thinking about this all week, Joe. <laughs> they hurt my feelings, Mean Gene. <laughs> yeah. Because Boston... Surprised he ain't crying like he usually does. Anything I do... Well, he's not annoying yet, remember? Throw out all stops, man. Go for what you know. Go back to the beginning, man. Throw Don't out all stops. Go for what you know. Base plane? Cheap shot, Mean Gene. Swatted me upside of the head. Oh, no. Oh no. Oh, oh, no. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, no. Now I'm playing your game. Tell my ladies and gentlemen at the Boston Every time. It's such a Gene trademark. When it's time to go, he just yells something. He might as well say what I always say. Get the fuck out of here. And it's real. Ooh, who's this? That's called David Bruno Sammartino. Who's he fighting there? That guy looks jacked. That's Dave Barbie, isn't it? No, he's got a beard. Carl. Fury. Oh, See, Carl Fury! I definitely knew. I know that name. His opponent. This guy looks like he. This guy looks like he beat the shit out of David Santa Martino. <laughs> hey Quinn. What? If they had just put uh, Rick McGraw in again and they said that was David, would people notice? No. 
David San Martino should grow a beard. He look cooler. Oh, and cut that hair. Oh my goodness. This is gonna How stink. Anybody like him? I'm serious. He stinks. <laughs> nice like Trevor. The fucking jobber's cooler than him. Carl Fury even has a better name. Yes, everything about him is better. Hillbilly's looking on though. Who? Oh, uh, the hit the, the hillbilly. hillbilly. The hillbilly, yeah. I don't know his name. Uh, I remember that guy, the hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think he was very good. I think he'd be a biker. He looks like a biker. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a biker with a hillbilly hat. Yeah, you're right about uh, that. Weird combination. Anyway, Carl there. Yep, Carl with a uh, hammerlock. Nicely Carl done. Carl with a furious hammerlock. <laughs> yep, and a leg trip there by David into a toehold. Did he have a tattoo on his leg? Carl yes. Siri? Uh, he may. That's interesting. Referee is Jack Lotz or Quinn, as Joan Rivers would say. The Jack Lowitz. <laughs> there he is. Jack Lowitz. Why are they on the radio? I don't know. Bruno's calling in for this one. There he goes. Fury right behind David. Vince, I can't be in the same room. You know, John, I was just at the WWF show in the parking. You wouldn't believe how much it cost. And I got to say, can you tell me something? What are they going to do with Brady Boone? He's one of the best wrestlers they have. They have him in this battle cat. What are they doing with him? I'll hang up and listen. Well, I don't know how much longer he's going to be here. Here on the wrestling spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> I like basically. I like Arezzi. He's yeah. so nice. He's I bet so nice. was doing talking about this shit that we're watching. Yeah, I don't know when he started. I think he started the show in 89, but okay. he was definitely a wrestling fan since, what, the 60s, 70s? Yeah. He was I, all I'll, say, I'll say this. He, John Arezzi would be on the Carl Fury bandwagon in this match. I think that's where Herb Abrams got Fury Hour from, Maybe. Right? This is this is its namesake, this the, guy right here. <laughs> the Carl Fury Hour. No, I really like Carl Fury! <laughs> that's what he would say. Make sure you get your <laughs> UWF cookies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the thing he said? <laughs> Power sauce. <laughs> Power sauce. Damn. You need to get your UWF power sauce. Yeah, I was uh, playing a Final Fantasy, and there was a funny segment. I was hoping you would say Final Fight, but no, okay. No, but you, it, 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 it's the sauce, Joe, because there's a whole mission where this this one guy, he's like... Wrist lock by David. We gotta find the sauce. No, they didn't. Yes, and it's like a, it's like a comic what relief sauce? segment. They never explain what the sauce is. What do you mean? They're just we're looking for the sauce, and they, they, they there's it's like a euphemism the whole like for like it's like a it's like a ten minute mission in the game, and everywhere you, everywhere you go, you're you're like asking about the sauce, it, folks. Yes. If any of you out there know what the sauce is, yeah, please tell me. Please let us know. If you play Final Fantasy VII remake and tell us about the sauce, please let us know about the sauce. Yeah. Irish show by David Bruno San Martino here. A shitty boot. God, Carl Fury is doing everything he can to make David Bruno look good. Why? His name is not David Bruno. I, I don't understand why they keep saying that. Power slam by David. That'll do it. One. Good. Two. I don't have to see this anymore. That's true. That was so cool. Ugh. Oh, that big man is up again. He, was, he liked that. He is. Yeah, the, the, the hillbilly-looking guy, right? Yeah, biker man. I don't know. I think it's mainly that David has bad hair and a gut. Yeah. You know who I'd rather, no see, you know who I'd rather see wrestle? Um, that hillbilly man out there than this David. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. you, you that would be good, right? Do you think Bruno thinks his son is in good condition? <laughs> yeah, actually. What Just because condition? He's, because he's bigger than he probably was before he started doing this. Look how thick he is. Yeah, he's probably all proud of that. The fat? 
I mean, isn't it like, isn't it documented that it was like steroid fat or some shit? I haven't documented. I thought that he was well, like. Can you go to Wikipedia? I thought he was a steroid user. I thought that was like no. Everyone was. Yeah, I'm just saying. And just, but didn't Bruno get like pissy about it or, or some shit? I don't know. Bruno got pissy about anything steroid related. Yeah, that's what I mean. Anyway, uh, the hillbilly man is happy as David gets a win. Unfortunately. Yep. We're gonna have to deal with him for a while. Should have been a Carl Fury victory right there. I would have been all about I that. I would have been fine with that. Mm -hmm. Well, what do we got next, Michael? We're, just, we're going. We're moving. The, the pace is good. They, they did restore that. Ooh, John Stuff. He's been good. Now I'm happy to see Now that he talks. Yeah. And Bobby. Yeah. It's weird that he starts talking once he has Bobby the Brain. Not the other. Good point. By the way, I, just, I need to pause. Gene's running down a battle royal. I heard him say two names that are interesting. Okay. Buddy Rose. Oh, hey, he's back. That's great news. And um, Mad Dog Vachon. Oh. I didn't realize he was still here. My butcher's brother? Yeah. Oh. Now, the I'm butcher, a big butcher fan. The butcher definitely is still here, right? I'm pretty sure he, he hasn't even got married yet, has he? Uh, yeah, the wedding is later. Yeah. Okay, so. so good. We'll get to see him again. Nobody right. understands the butcher. He's he's really good. He's very nice in yeah. this run. Yeah, I like him a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're, we're, Jones, Rocky Johnson, okay, Ivan shut Husky, up, Gene. We're not kidding. John Studd's been a Bobby much better talker brain. since Bobby started I managing him. Sorry, That's I true. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I, did, I did not mean yes, to you call did. you a weasel. I did. You meant oh, to do it. Those humanoids mean to do it. Well, you're not going to do it much mm -hmm. longer because this is a man that's going to take 50 G's home. Oh, this is a man that's going to splatter ringside with bodies over that top rope. This is also the man and myself that's demanding a match with Hulk Hogan. Uh -huh. Another match with Hulk Hogan. There we Everybody go. saw the last time we were at the sports arena. Oh, he, uh, he stole the belt or whatever, remember? cheated me out oh, of the championship. It was only a two-count. He gets big and bold. Right, he says, they hey, put him in a good match at WrestleMania? He's good now. Yeah, we're going to put it up one of these days. I'll put up the actually mean and stuff. He's not sleepwalking. Worldwide. Whoops. Let me explain something, John. As he stood John. in that ring and Hogan threw that a weird look when he said Worldwide Wrestling put Federation. Put your 15,000 yeah. I'll put my belt. We know what would have happened. Because we know the kind of man Hogan is. He'd have ran off with that 15 G's. Oh. <laughs> and oh. this man would have oh, been Oh, no. The no. WWF wouldn't have sanctioned it. We'd have been SOL. You know what that means? Yes, I do. Okay, well, Hogan. You know what you did? You got a lot of friends in that battle royal. I see a whole list of them, and every one of them he usually has friends around. That's true, and he, he eliminates them from yeah. battle royals. Well, they, they can't win, only him. Come, the Briscoe brothers? No! They're back. Remember, they came that one week, and we were like, what the hell is this? Like, Their opponents are still. Look at that team, Quinn. Oh, it's uh, Fake Doink and, and Brooklyn Brawler. And, and Steve yeah. Lombardi. Yeah. Does Lombardi have a black eye? Maybe. No, he just looks bad. <laughs> from Brooklyn, New York. This old Briscoe Brothers being here thing is really bizarre. Mr. McMahon, yeah. we'll sell you our time slot. Can we work for you, Mr. McMahon? As long as you don't wrestle, pal. I like Bradshaw. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mr. McMahon. <laughs> I have a body shot. I'll say this. They're very thin. <laughs> they do. They look thin. They look good. Hey, I got no problem with Jack Briscoe. Let me tell you that much. Jerry, though, ain't What's much What's your problem with Jerry? He's a... 
annoying. I don't know. You know what it is? You know what it honestly is where it comes from? <laughs> We're going to take out their families and all that thing. His big overreaction in the... In the How dare there be fucking competition? That right. whole in the hideously one-sided uh, Monday Night Wars DVD <laughs> from like 03. The, the original one. The original thing where he's like, and we're going to fuck them. We're going to wipe dirt on them. I'm going to piss in their mouths and run them over with my car. We, we didn't sell our time slot to lose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. Exactly. Like, and the hypocrisy, you yeah. know what I mean? No, well, because they put all their eggs in the Vistic Man basket, and then 10 years later, they're like, oh, shit, we're going to fucking lose everything. I know, but basically. it's such bullshit. I know, but uh, if you were them, if you sold to Vince, and then Turner comes along... Has, can I ask you a question? Does any... Oh, look at Lombardi squaring up there with Lom Jerry. Lombardo. Lombardo. Come on, microphone. Yeah. Uh, has anyone ever said a bad word about Jack Briscoe? I don't think so, right? I don't think he's been involved in anything in the years. Just one of the most well... Well, he's, he isn't alive anymore, but I mean, just one of the most well-respected wrestlers of all time. I'm having an audio issue. I don't know what it is, so you're going to have to bear with me, folks. Okay, bear. Hit the bear. But anyway, yeah, yes. the, the Briscoe brothers here taking control. There's Jack on Charlie Fulton mm -hmm. with a nice hip tie. Another See, Jack's good. I like Jack. Well, he was the uh, National Wrestling Alliance champion or whatever. He was for a very long time. That wasn't, that was world, not heritage or any poor shit like that. The real deal, Michael. The real world champion. Literally, yeah. It's good for him. Who did they beat? Did he beat Dory? Might yeah. have. I think he beat Dory? Or did Dory beat him? No, Dory beat Jim Kinnitsky. Who Gene lost to Harley? And then, then uh, it went later. to Dusty and then Flair yeah, and well, yada well, yada. Well, had it like eight times. I know. Six, eight, right? Maybe he was in the mix there. I don't know much about 70s wrestling, unfortunately. I know very little. Gene Kineski mm -hmm. beat Luthez. Wow, Luthez? How Gene, old was he then? 60? Mm, probably in his 50, 50s. Yeah. Gene Kineski, I think, lost it to Dory. Dory lost it to Jack Briscoe. Jack lost it to Terry Funk? Yeah, maybe. And then eventually Harley started really winning it all the time. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out my audio issue. Quinn, talk a little? I'll talk a little bit. Why don't you just unplug your mic again like you did before? As the Briscoes in control here with a uh, Indian Deathlock thing, or figure four, actually. I thought they were going to do some other bull crap that they like to do. Anyway, that's it. Uh, Steve Lombardo uh, says, I quit, and the wow. Briscoes get the uh, d the Duke. You know you're on the short end of the stick. You were right. That worked. Probably yeah. a cable. Uh, you know you're on the short end of the stick when uh, you're Charlie Fulton and you didn't even take the loss. I don't even think he wrestled. <laughs> no, he, he, didn't he? He might have. Why are the Br the Briscoes are literally only here because of the time it's slot? It's like right? very token. Yeah, it's true. I'm still having issues, but token, very token. Here come here's the replay. Here is Vince Lombardo. Um, yeah, Vince Lombardo. Yeah, the the football man. The Vince Lombardo rest stop. Yeah, <laughs> still there. Don't go there. Don't. Is that go. The, is that a crappy rest stop? There's no good ones in New Jersey. What do you mean? Some of them are like malls, practically. Like Molly Pitcher. Which yeah, one's like, a good one. There's one. There's a really good one near like in Massachusetts or something. Oh, I mean in Jersey, not Massachusetts. I'm sorry, in, uh, in Maryland. Maryland. I've been there with you. That one that's like in the middle yeah, of the really, highway and it's really like two good. stories, and you're like, what the fuck is this? It's like a mall. Yeah. No, I mean Jersey ones. The the turnpike ones are all bad. Mm. What do you mean? Mm. I don't mind rest stops usually. The new they they always like. Here's the thing about rest stops, right? That I notice what? is they tend to actually like um, renovate them a lot. Uh oh. What, 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 what? Okay, we have a rule here. 
It was instituted by several people. Did Mushy P do this, or who did this? Uh, no, not Mushy. He's the nicest. Yeah. Uh, Jason Ward and and Chris Orlando. Yeah. Both wanted us to never ever talk during Roddy Piper promos because clearly every single thing that Roddy Piper says is always good. It's and always he, the greatest. And I need to hear every single word. Okay. Of it. Because the point here is that we just don't talk and you just watch the show. Why don't we just mute ourselves the whole show? Sure. How about well, here's, here's Big Nicholas with Freddie Blassie and Ruddy Piper. Yep, here they are. Gentlemen, sit down, please. It's always a pleasure. First of all, this is with no interruptions. Mr. Blassie, it's nice to have you here. Roddy, you proved to me last week that your class with the capital C. You proved to me once again you're a drama. One million percent. <laughs> What you did to the Tonga kid last week, you could have snuffed him up one nostril and blew him out the other. I will own him and his entire family. Whoa. What? And I asked Nikolai this before. Nikolai's I been said, funny, actually, lately. Nikolai, been all right. I, I like was him. over in Russia. And he I doesn't sing the, 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 the right anthem yet, though. Different anthem. The Russian people boo like the people in America do. And he said to me, He doesn't no, look as old yet. That's what... There's like he's got a year or two before he crosses the old threshold. Isn't he only like 38 or something? He's not even old. Yeah, but when he hits 40, man, it's just like just falls down the hill right there. What's gonna say? I hope so. Oh, but it's not that. It's like it's like Frere Jaca. It's like some other song, right? Frere Jaca. Uh, what is he saying? Perestroika. Perestroika. Frere Jaca. Yeah. Russia has the United States. Why don't you just shut up and let the man sing? Okay. Okay, he's getting it. It just goes to show you, man, you can't make chicken salad out of a bunch of garbage. Oh, <laughs> remember that phrase? Yeah. Believe it, I'm sitting no, here back. with the greatest wrestling manager oh. of all time. Oh, a hotline. What? A 976 number. Long distance elsewhere. Is this phone programs, Inc.? Is this a Lou Albano? Isn't this his phone line? Yeah, then Vince copies it. Because he's like, wait a sec, that's making money? Why was Lou ahead of, like, every curve that they had? Do you have celebrities yeah, and all like, this stuff, right? They all, like, they're like, oh, Lou thought of it. Shit. It's Barry Windham. No, or it's the um, Danny Spivey. It could be either. Was that the executioner? All right, fuck him. Yeah, that's definitely Barry Windham. Right, he has a mask over his mask. Is it Wyndham or is it Spivey? Wyndham. Yeah, it's Wyndham. Okay. Because he hasn't turned his face over, he was. I mean, I can understand that you think it was Danny, but Barry's definitely here before Danny. Right. My dad will listen to Danny. Yeah. Alright, so this is his debut. This is before he was anything, though. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he was... I don't think the NWA anything happened yet, right? He had been in, uh... He was elsewhere. He was, wasn't he? Of course, Jack? he was elsewhere. But I mean, like, was he a big deal, or no. was he just like a, a Billy Gilbert type? I don't think he was a big. Wasn't he Blackjack Mulligan Jr.? 
Yeah, it's like son or whatever. Briefly, I think he was, right? Someone can correct me. I don't need to be right. Now, did he go to jail with his dad or no. what is this? I don't know that any of them went to jail, but there was the counterfeit money deal with, I think it was uh, Blackjack and Kendall. I say. But Barry left WWF in 89 anyway because of it. Right. I don't think he was actually involved. I think no, it was I don't more think of a support. I thought Barry wasn't involved. He wasn't I thought his involved. His dad yeah. and his, son, his brother went to jail. I don't know if they went to jail, though. Oh. Anyway, people can fill us in. Who's the. Another thing I'd like to be filled in. Drop down there with the executioner. Here comes Barry. Nice hip toss coming up. He used to be so good, and then he wasn't. Yeah, and then he wore sweatpants and WF yeah. shirt, and nobody cared. And it's not like WWF's fault that he wasn't a good wrestler anymore and got fat. I just don't know what happened to his physique. Like, it just disappeared overnight. Did he have... I would say, though, he had one last gasp in, like, 91, 92 WCW, yeah, right? I and, think that's, like, it. And then and he got a push. Got but a push. then He got a push, and then, they, and then he didn't have a push, and then he came to WF, and he had a weird mustache and looked strange. Remember when he just gave up on the gimmick immediately? Nice drop kick there by Barry Wynn, the stalker <laughs> it's, thing. It's fucking amazing. Just wearing, like, the WWF t-shirt and no Survivor face Series yeah. 97 yeah. is, like, incredible. 96. 96, yes. Yeah. It's, it's like, he just doesn't give a he shit. He just stopped. And then he's got, like, sneakers on or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not even trying. But here in 84... Oh, no. That means we're not far from your favorite. Oh, is IRS coming in? Like, he must be. Fuck. No, he's good in this team. No, he isn't. He's never good. Why is everyone in this revisionist history about he's him? He's a good wrestler. No. He... He isn't, though. He's send boring. Your, send your cards and letters to Michael Quinn, care of IRS, Ogden, show Utah. Me a, a, show me even a four-star Mike Rotunda match, okay? There, there aren't any. Yeah, they don't exist. Solo? No. Yeah. Maybe a tag match that he happened to be in. Yeah. Arm drag by Barry Wyndham. But yeah, but you and I, Quinn, we know that we're not all about the star quality and ratings and stuff. No, but I don't want to hear a good wrestler. You know, I don't want to hear that about he IRS. He sells well. He has convincing offense. He's a true pro in the None ring. None of those never things get- are true. Convincing offense? His sure. finisher is a fucking clothesline. It's a good clothesline! Get out of here. Irish whip there. Quinn. I, you know, that was a big revelation to me when I, on the boards, people were like, I, I had commented how I think a clothesline is a terrible finisher. Speaking of it, here comes the a bulldog. bulldog. Okay, there you That'll go. That'll do it for young barreled Wyndham. Yep. Bulldog Wyndham. He's a um, young kid here. 23, 24, 24 probably. I thought executioner wasn't a big jobber, by Who the way. Who is the executioner? Can someone know, wears two masks. He's interesting. What, what was your problem with the clothesline? Oh, you were making fun of clotheslines, and Tony Legday was like, fuck you. I was so super- I knew Stan Hansen, See, I or whatever thought I, he said. The thing is, I thought I wasn't, like, alone in this opinion that clotheslines no, suck ass. Alone. Like, I, I, they're a good finisher when done well. <laughs> Quinn, Shawn Michaels' finisher was a fucking kick. Yeah, it's a super kick, though. Sweet chin music, though. Don't- <laughs> You gotta tune up that band. I hate that, I, and you know, and that's why you're saying it. Yeah, but you know, also, I hate the like, name of it and the tune-up. I mean, it also is the move that ended Ric Flair's career. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say that. Let's not talk well, about it, though. It might not happen. It's still, it's still like apparently like Ricky Steamboat like turned him down or something. <laughs> like, I, I saw that. Yeah. As of press time. Yeah. Anyway, we don't know. But yeah, uh, maybe later. Maybe. Well, yeah. now this is going to be more live. This show. Hello, this is oh, no! Billy no! Jack. No! Billy Jerk Haynes. No. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. What? I didn't think he was here in '84. Isn't he here in '87 or whatever? This is not when he belongs here. Explain this to me, Joe. 
Okay, you want me to? Yes, because I'm very confused. I, I feel like we just turned on superstars in 1987. He came in. I don't even know if he ever wrestled, and then he was gone, and then he came back <laughs> in like two years or something. Are you serious? So yes. this, none of nothing comes of this. No, for two years. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay. if you're on the audio, what we're looking at right now is Billy Jack. Are those sailor tattoos? Would you say? Maybe he might have been in the Navy sometime. Probably will be. Yeah. Um. And he has a hat, and he's on a horse. Life, you know the nature. Oh, Billy Jack the Beautiful animals, the horses, the trees, the birds. But they're doing the vignettes, Corey. See, I, this is different. I know, but I it also again, it looks like you could have just pulled this right out of 1987. True. Even that horse hates him. Yeah. The horse is like you're not over. It's true. The horse is like you're. Fa- hey, you're crazy. Hey, dude, don't get off me. Tag team, Bob. Can we just move on? Nikolai Volkov teaming up with the Iron over here to meet Sergeant Slaughter and the Junkyard Dog. Who cares? And in addition, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be truly a spectacular. What? A 16 man over the top rope battle royal, fifty thousand dollars to be awarded to the winner. Come on in, Mad Dog Bashan. You're going to be in some very impressive company. He's not nice. Beefcake, Buddy Rose. Come on, Big John Studd, Goulet, Smirnoff. And of course you're not a stranger to this kind of competition either, are you, Mad Dog? No, I'm not. I like to grind because the bones life, or whatever he says. In this type of fight. When I was I am a butcher. Algeria, every day of my Algeria? life. He's not Algeria, maybe? Either way. Isn't I he from them? He's from Canada. His family, though, or something. So like you say, it's not a Algeria and Africa? To go in the ring. I don't know. I would be foolish to pick Yeah, you're right. It's definitely not Algeria. Hey, wait a minute. Is, is Luna doing an impression of uh, yes. Mad Dog? Absolutely. To go Should, am I the only one that just realized that? I think he might be. Anything can happen, but I'm used to being a dog fight. When I get a chance... And I start He's so scary. He's a very mad dog. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> How are you today? I feel like he's competing with George Animal Steel and chest air. And bald. Yeah. And stupid. Good gene. What a disposition that man has. <laughs> oh, How scary. <laughs> what a disposition. Who's that? At this time from Clifton, New Jersey, <laughs> oh, God, some loser. We'll go ruts. Oh, God, oh, he wait, looks we know him. Yeah. Manta. Yeah, man, Manta or whatever. It's been like a... Where is, where is man, Mantin been? No, please, no. No! Bill <laughs> <Neil> Mascaras. <laughs> what is happening right now? Get him out of here. First of all, what this this probably I think this match happened like a couple months ago. No mascaras. No, where Mantar fought him or whatever. Where has Terry Mantar been? Wasn't he like an '83 guy? Yeah, with his friendly mustache or whatever. He stunk. His hair was better than that. Yeah, it's all messy here. He owns Rod's Hut, right? Maybe. It's in Clifton. That's why I'm saying that. Lock up here. Bill is going to win. You know why? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't Milmer lose, is what I mean. Mil Mascaris, I never liked the guy. Never well, liked I mean, him in the ring. It's not like we're seeing a nice drop to hold there by Mil... Well, I don't know about nice. He executed the drop to hold. Um, I don't like him that much, Vince, because this, this is not a good guy. He's not a, just never a fan of the Mil Mascaris. Yeah, but we've only seen, what, like six matches ever, and they're all in WWF or WCW? I feel like he's been WWF way too much. 
for my three times is, yeah. is more than enough. Yeah. I really never needed to ever see him wrestle again after the first time. Does he even have a thousand masks? Because you know, like, who, you know who I want back with a mask is Tiger Mask. He was good. Much better mask wrestler. He was so good when he was here. Remember those? Like he had like a couple matches he where he's like doing backflips off did. the top, like in 1983, and we're like, yeah. what is even happening here? It was really good. Like, yeah, it was crazy. Definitely. Uh, referee Jack Lowe. It's nice arm drag there by. I thought this yeah, guy Terry. is the, the man of a thousand masks or whatever the hell he is. He what, is. what does it mean? Mil, million a masks? Thousand masks. Thousand masks. Did, I thought he's a high flyer of some kind. Are you new here? <laughs> just, high flyer? I, I just don't know because... Are you serious? I thought he's one of the, the godfather of Lucha Libre or whatever. Isn't that El Santo? I don't know. The, the angel or whatever? The, the El, Saint. El Santo? Saint. Yeah. Melissa I, Santos? Melissa Santos. By the way, she got back to me about the Kim Kardashian impression. Did I tell you? Oh, Kim. I, I, wait. Remember you, last week, you wanted her to do... You were like, hey, I wonder if Melissa can do a Kim Kardashian impression. Oh, yeah. She said she can, but it's not good. Maybe she could record it or something and then give us a... a we'll ask her. Yeah. Then she just send it in. <laughs> we'll, we'll be the judge of that. Okay, here we go. Masquerez okay. did nothing. It just did flying jalapeno. And then a uh, he's just standing there. Drop kick. See, is that high flying a drop kick by no. Masquerez? I thought he does backflips or something. What the fuck are you talking Only about? In Mexico, not here. I'm just asking. Oh, you asking her right now? Eh? Yes. I see. Well, because she answers on the air, then we can. Oh, okay. Hear the impression. Right. Get that Kim Kardashian impression. Snapshot Gravy up. Yep. This is terrible. Why do they have him? I don't know. What are they Why gaining they bring from Mantar this? Mantar back for this. Well, he's here. And he's like, he my hair. I like oh. Mantar better. Me too. Did the hillbilly leave? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he'll save Mantar from this guy. No, I think he saved. Never mind. I don't know what happens. Now, for the re for the record, folks, if you're new to the canon, when Quinn and I. This is mainly 82, 83, and, and this year. We don't know the storylines. We don't want to be told. Yeah. Don't mail in your postcards right. with those storylines right. there. We, but that's not because we're trying to be mean. We just like being surprised. Yeah. By However, the way, Mil Mascaras is actually losing now, good. which is impressive. Irish whip reversed by Mascaras and oh, no. a very crappy backdrop. Just as I said that. And he's going to finally do one see, move. I thought he said, I thought, see, I wasn't wrong. It's shitty. See? Yeah, that was... Wow, it was terrible. He's not good. Why is he a legend? I don't get it. Have you seen Big Daddy? Mm, yeah. That should okay. answer your question. He's Big Daddy, I don't basically. mean the movie. Yeah. Which I know you saw recently. I recently watched it. It's still that great. movie. Big I don't Daddy. care. You know what's upsetting? That yeah. movie, after I watched it, what is he doing? Why is he beating him up after the... I thought he beat him. Wait. What? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. We, we, oh, he pulled him up. What is he, a heel? What the fuck? Why would he do that? Don't make this oh longer. Oh, my God. This is terrible. Why is this happening, Joe? What I'd like to know from those of you out there that know wrestling history and how great and important and you know, so important and serious that it is, when was Mil Mascaro's good if if he was ever good? That was terrible. 60s? And, I don't know. How old? Wasn't he around forever? 
What? Don't pull him up again and put a headlock uh, on the guy. This is horrible. Is he a heel? What is this? I don't know. Maybe Hillbilly will do something about it or He's whatever. not involved. I, I don't know. Come on! He looks like he could stop this. He's not finishing him. I, I swear he was going to pull him up again. I'm not even kidding. There was the threat of it. Yeah. It could have happened. Why are we cheering him? He was just being a big heel. That was absolutely awful. Okay. Vince hates it. He, he's hearing he, his voice. Yep, he's back again, and he's going to be gone again. Quick. Oh, and he won in that encounter. Vince, hey, pal, I never want to fucking see you ever we're again. Not, we're not uh, doing this again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get to come back to, like, Rumble 96 or whatever it is. 97. 97. I remember he wouldn't even allow himself to get eliminated. He had to do it himself. He might be one of the worst, like, people they ever brought in. Like, he's really bad. As far as, like, fitting into the WWF and doing anything. He refuses to play ball. Yeah. With anybody. Yeah. Even Mantar, he won't even, like, give him an inch. No, he, he got offense with Mantar. Yeah, but he pulled him up, like, twice. Like, it was necessary. Like, he, oh, I really got to beat the shit out of this guy. But isn't that a credit to Mantar? He's saying, like, hey. Mantar's just here on the fucking weekend. He probably is, like, like works at an office during the week. I think he does. Yeah, I think that, he, like, you know what I mean? You don't need to, like, embarrass him the guy. Up. Yeah, like. Yeah, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. Bill Mascarez. You better wear one. You ugly. That Mantar's salary is more than Mill Mascarez. I don't he, think he so. He might be like a mid-level executive of some kind. I could see that, actually. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. It's like maybe he's like actually like wrestling's just his like side hobby. He actually has a career. You know, you might be onto something with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking. It's possible, you know? Michael. Yeah, no. We right, that? The oh, the biggest fuck. battle royal ever. Only 16 men. What? <laughs> back to Madison Square Garden, oh, the garden. On Monday night, November the 26th. By the way, in a return bout, it is going to hmm. be Tito Santana challenging Greggy. Greg ah, the okay. Hammer Gregory. for the Intercontinental title. Of course, you recall what happened last week. It was really some kind of a bout. In addition, no, David San what? Martino to meet Ken Patera in Patera. <laughs> Did that happen? <laughs> Wait. In the corner of David San Martino. Wait, David San Martino versus Ken Patera. Well, Ken Patera is going to kick his ass. If, if he doesn't, we got problems. Yeah. No, it's going to be a schmoz and like Bruno yeah. and Lou. Not going to let Ken Patera beat him up. It's unfortunate. Patera is like huge compared to him. He beat up cops. He can't beat up David San Martino. Oh, he can. It's just Bruno San Martino is going to break it up. Hey, you can't beat it up. I'll do that there. This will be good. He's pissed. I want it. Piper, let me tell you something, brother. Looking, I don't like what you've done to Jimmy up. Snooker. You see this chair right here? This is just the beginning, he brother. Looking? He's, this he's is looking just the beginning. The ground. But when I get through with you, Whoa, you hey. all over the Madison Square Garden. And that's what it's going to go there. Oh, he's pissed. I'm going to go to my mouth. I'm going to go to my I'm going to go to my mouth. I'm going to go to my mouth. I'm Jane. Oh, oh. Side. look at his face. Oh. oh, all right. I'm a somewhat uh, shell shocked by it all. Why? They, he didn't do anything to him. Tom is so good. Yeah, I know. Obviously, <laughs> really mentally preparing himself for his upcoming thought and will well, he, he is. Should, yeah. 
with a multi-talented Rowdy Roddy Piper. Multi-talented? Because he can talk and wrestle. Ah, that can I poke with one finger and I can tickle you with the other one. Yeah. Kind of like your uncle who does a thing like that. I don't know which uncle, if it's on your mom's side or your dad's side. It doesn't matter. It's now? still your uncle. He's oh, okay. creepy. That's a clip of Manton getting beaten up. As we hear Panama. Yeah, it's true. The championship wrestling will be joined oh. by, indeed, truly a giant in professional wrestling. Six foot uh, <laughs> ten inch, I believe it is. 360 oh, plus pounds stud. of the John Stud. A giant in every sense of the word. He's tall, heavy uh, bald, Aren't you not supposed to say that? Well, Andre's <laughs> in Japan or something, I don't know. Oh, hey, boss, I heard what you said about me. I'm going to fire Vince now. <laughs> you, you have to leave now. <laughs> I want your dad back. And the Only he's kid. not around anymore. Oh, I forgot. He is really Ooh, Tama next week. What's in it? Feature match. Tito? Wait, he's wrestling? Versus... The ex... Tito Santana versus the Tito, executioner. Tito, WrestleMania 1? And John Studd versus Tony Guerrero. Ooh! Tony will lose. Finally. What WrestleMania preview here, Joe? The Tito versus the executioner, yeah. yeah. This is turning into friggin... Superstars, Quinn. Why is it ending with the intro? Maybe they do that now. That's new. Yeah. will be added again, no doubt. Also to join us will be David Sammartino. No, that's not a song. advertise that. Nobody wants that. You have to sneak that in. Don't pre-announce that. Yeah. People might not join you next week. Right. Uh, Video one, Baltimore. Now I don't know if there's anything else from Richie. Uh, doom, 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 doom. Richard. Richard. Um, what? What is this ending? Are we... Okay, are we done with it? Oh! oh. oh. We'll get you back up into the ring in just okay, a moment or two for more Bloopers. exciting fucking action. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus! <gasps> no! Oh, no! I don't want to see this. Where are they? It looks like a fake version of Piper's Pit. It's like in Connecticut. With like three people watching. But we have our own tag team champions of Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch, who are the current tag team champions. It's TNT, isn't it? Oh, or something weird. Yeah, or it's in the same studio as TNT. Or is it TBS? Piper. Briscoe Brothers, we've always thrived on one thing, being the predominant champions in wrestling, Piper. That's what it's all about. We, my brother and I, have wrestled for years. have them wrestle. We know holds. We've uh, perfected holds for the last few years. Hold, 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 hold. Hold, just hold on for a second. Piper's you know holds. <laughs> I know all kinds of holds. What kind of a hold are you going to use on guys this big, man? Well, we got a special hold, Mr. Piper, called the Briscoe Brothers Frame Rack. And I well, wait a second, the Briscoe Brothers Frame Rack. Let me frame Rack? I hate all of this. <laughs> Look how the Jack... hell is the Frame Rack? Jack is just grinning the whole time. Yeah, it's like, come for Tyree. Fuck this. As soon as I patch you, if I think that it's going to work, as soon as I patch you, you let go. Watch, it's just like a full Nelson or something. Maybe something stupid, if yeah. it's anything. Or Piper's just going to hit them. <laughs> it is TBS. Oh, uh, yeah. Georgia. It's a... Uh... Oh. Isn't that just like a double Can I just say, like, why is Piper, like, bigger than Jerry Briscoe? Because Jerry Briscoe is not a very big mom. Yeah. I didn't realize how much bigger he was. What's he going to do? Oh, chicken wing? Nope. Sleeper. <laughs> Wait, why is his brother not helping? Okay, I was gonna say, what did what? you gotta give credit to Jack there? Oh, there's Darusa again. Yeah, it is. Oh, 
Oh, no, no, Richard. Oh, wait, this is the big Judy Martin match. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Yeah. That we wanted to see. We did. We did. We're, we're calling this. Judy Martin called her out. She's like, I want my director. I want the title. It was good. It was good. One half of the Golden Girls herself. I can't believe she's not old here. And, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she looks 32 or something. I feel like they should open this segment with... <laughs> Is Cindy with her? Maybe. Cindy always shows up. She does. She's there so much. Okay, now for this one, though. Okay. It's just a minor title defense, you see. Sorry, I couldn't be there. I had to do something in the studio with David. Wait, I'll be there next time. I'll be there the next time you have a big match. Don't worry. Just give me a call. Wendy <laughs> What is this from? Since it's not. What is this song? Like, uh, uh, the other one. All Star, yeah. The other one. It probably is. It must be, right? There it she should. is in the uh, magazine. She's very over. Oh, right. Mula ripped her blouse or whatever the hell happened. Remember? Mula is a big pain in the ass. Yeah. But she did. On, I know. On, on Champion Shaw. On Champion Shaw. Or on, uh, sorry, All Star. All Star. All Star. Wendy's ready, though. She didn't want to be called out. So, wait. Is Wendy Richter only on All-Star canon? Because they talk about her, but we never see her in action on Championship canon. Gotta have a reason to watch All-Star, Quinn. On All-Star, we've had... We've had skits, you know, with with, with this and yeah. Jimmy well, Martin's been talking shit on All Star also. It's true. We get a lock up here. Martin with a boot and slams Wendy down on the mat in the side headlock takeover. Where's this like mini push for Judy Martin, by the way? Well, they need someone. I mean, yeah. Judy's good. Head scissors now by Judy. Referee Dick Curl checking it. Both people up. And what what do you think of Wendy Richter like post winning the title? Like has she been? You she's like good. Her? Okay, I think Wendy's good. Yeah. I always did. She's the she's the original like like very popular female wrestler. I don't know what. I don't want to say diva because people don't like that term. But well, no, no, no. But you know I mean, I mean? of her time, yeah, she is. I'm in the U.S. Oh, look at this. She's trying to block the pin there. Oh, but yeah, nicely done by Judy Martin. Get a two count off of it. Both ladies up. Judy is, what do we call her? Rough and tumble. Wait, that hillbilly we are man. championship. Maybe it didn't air on championship. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe it aired on that fake superstar. No, he's in a different spot. He was on. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. this is definitely all-star. I mean, it's Vince and Bruno, so. Yeah. Did they do all-star? Yeah, in 84, they Maybe. probably did. I think yeah, later I don't they think did. they have, like, separate teams yet. In 85, they do. This is the kind of company where it's all hands on deck. Everyone goes to everything. And the deck's not very big, too. Yeah, exactly. Wendy attacking the arm I into still, a wrist lock on the I mat. I still, looking back at this, I still love the, the slim-down nature of it. Like, that Vince is not just... He's not just some guy in the back. He's like commentator, interviewer. He's he everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he's he's got he's doing everything. Remember, he's also a guy that parties with the boys yeah, too. He, so he literally is doing everything. Remember until he got Gene, he was doing all the interviews also. Doing everything. Yeah. Was, yeah. Like people like to crap on Vince these days, but you have to remember the guy did build his he company. His ass like off, he yeah. didn't not like build a company. That's like, true. You have to give him a little bit of credit there. Bruno just said Judy Miller a minute ago, by the way. Bruno. Also, to be fair to Vin, and again, I know Vince has a lot of bad things, and trust me, I know. There's some of the business side here. But we're in his, like, his best period of, like, growing his own business, and, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we're he, literally at his height. 
he did have a period of time as a businessman and as a creative person, you know, as a visionary, so to speak, where he really did put together something that worked for a lot of people. Yeah. Including you guys listening, or else why are you watching a WWF-based podcast? I think what makes me the most sad and equally angry about Vince now is that, like, he doesn't seem like a guy that can just, like, dude, you built, like, a billion-dollar company, just retire, like, let other people run it or something. You know what I mean? Like, just walk away, enjoy, you know, your golden years. Listen, I know. It's just weird to me. But at the same time, and this is a very dumb comparison, but I still yeah. understand. That would be like telling me to not edit OVP anymore and to have somebody else do it. I guess. I wouldn't be... A- and again, I'm not saying like it's the same had, thing. Like, we had successor hosts and stuff, if, and no, you no, no, just like, no, walked ho- away from our empire. No, even <laughs> yeah. if we hosted it, I'm just talking about the passion for doing something, right? Right. And having your hands in something. Even if we still hosted it, but if like we had a really good editor that could edit it, right? Right. I don't think I could do that. You because take your hands off of the it? passion for having mm-hmm. my touch on it. I think that's where it comes from with Vince. I think he really, but also he's likes not it. running a podcast. Know, he's running a multimedia not. empire. Like I, I didn't don't say think- it was a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I understand part of that part. I'm just. I'm just very, saying that very small. It part. might. It might be time. I you know, by Judy. Um, I think ten years ago it was, it was time to. Uh, you know, enjoy your time with your grandkids and uh, do something else. Go play golf or something. Champion to the floor. I think that the old cliche that Vince will not give it up until he dies. I think it's true. I think it really is true. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, what if he's like 90? I don't think he's doing this shit anymore. You know what I mean? Even Steinbrenner said, all right, I'm too old for this shit. Pry his hands off the Yankees, too. They wouldn't. No, but he sold it. And another kick. Sell it. Sorry, he. Ha- I didn't mean that. I mean he handed it off like his sons. Yeah, four years before he died. Yeah, but he was still in pretty good health when he helped when he ha- started handing it off. Whoa, Blady's brawl on the floor. Damn, Big right okay. hand by Wendy. She slams Judy Martin to the mat. I have a feeling this isn't going to end in the ring, Joe. It may not, Michael. Ooh, big right hand by Judy. Slamming oh. Richter to the mat now. This Judy Martin's been very impressive, I have to say. Rough Whoa, and tough. Hey, they all on the cement. Whoa, body slam by Martin on the concrete. She's back in the ring. Wendy's not. Oh, she's going to get a count out victory on the champion. Let's see. Look at this. What? Wendy's struggling? I don't believe so. Winner submission will change the title. Well, we know that, Vince. <laughs> Why does he always have to explain this? Didn't Bruno ask? Is he a uh, champion? <laughs> Judy, give me the belt. Oh, she's bailing now. Both women got counted out. Oh, come on now. Hogwash, I say. Come on, Kroll. Yeah, I think hillbilly that hillbilly out there would say hogwash. Yeah, that'd be a bleeper. Oh, that's and it. that'll do it? Okay. Well, for those of you that were joining us for the first time on the canon... Whether audio or video, we do appreciate that. We're thankful for you being with us. I just want to reiterate here. First of all, that was a pretty good episode, right? All right. Yeah. We're going to be doing this every week now, okay? So next week for 272 to close out May, it will be the November 10th episode, so on and so forth. As we hit 85, a lot of things are going to be happening. There's going to be specials and things like that. So stick with us here. Now, if you're listening to the audio version, Mm Mm-hmm. Every episode, the opening segment, we're doing a versus series where we're pitting one thing against something else. Quinn and I are discussing, debating, talking about it. And it does have a good bumper. And if you're on that video version, check out, just check out the audio version. Maybe you never have. Maybe you follow us here on YouTube and you've never listened to it. Check it out. And if you're on the audio version, 
and maybe you're just used to listening to OVP in audio form, we appreciate you. But these cannons are going to be on our YouTube channel, so check them out or at least subscribe to us because we we have other things on there too. One way or another, we appreciate you guys for being with us here for episode 271 and the November 3rd, 84 cannon. We will be back next week in audio and video form for 272 and another week in the cannon. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Shoot us an email, join the group, and support us at patreon.com slash OVP Podcast. Until next week, I'm Joe Morata, that's Michael Quinn, and we are out of here. See ya. Tonga, kid, you got the match you wanted, and yeah, it appears you're right. ready. I want it. Piper, let me tell you something, brother. I don't like what you've done to Jimmy Snooker. You see this chair right here? This is just the beginning, brother. This is just the beginning. But when I get through with you, you're going to spread her all over the Madison Square Garden. And that's when it's going to go there. And I'm going to hold my mouth go. And we're going to fall in, Piper. And I'm going to fall out. I'm going to fall out. I'm going to fall out. Oh, give a bullet for Calcali, Galulalo, in the Madison Square Garden in New York City. Oh, all right. I'm uh, somewhat uh, shell-shocked by it all. The Tonga kid, obviously, really mentally preparing himself for his upcoming bout, and well, he should, with the multi-talented Rowdy Roddy Piper, Madison Square Garden, Monday. November the 26th is the date to remember. It reads like the who's who. Don't you dare miss it.